You're in the spot with the leg pod. Your hosts, Vonnie and Nutty. We talk everything basketball. And we're back. Another episode of the Lake Pod with my bro Nutty. I'm Vonnie here. Uh, how you doing, man? Another another week in the books. Hey, all good, man. It it ended pretty sweet. So uh, all smiles over here, man. All smiles over here. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You're definitely, uh, you're definitely happy with that. Um, and it, I mean, it was good. Just a a week in between uh, the last time we spoke, and uh, so many things happened. So many things happened, man. Um, one of the main things that 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 happened, you know. Um, well, we know we're in the heat of the playoffs right now, and uh, <laughs> besides the playoffs, we always say that you know things are happening in the real world. Uh, it always affects us, you know, and uh, sports is a way that, you know, the real world, uh, it, it basically is a reflection of what's going on in the real world and in, and in society. And we, we saw that this week, uh, something that was profound, something that we never experienced in our life. And it's just another 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 thing in 2020. And um, as you know, uh, I'm really speaking about that boycott. Uh, the Bucks starting it off. The Bucks uh, with that Bucks and Orlando Magic game that they had, and um, you know um, that boycott. You know uh, because of you know the racial injustice that continues to happen. You know in the U.S. and around the world, but you know in the U.S. especially. You know with uh, you know with African Americans and uh, you know uh, a lot of the you know police shootings of of all these you know. A lot of unarmed black men, you know, black men and women, you know, um, just using excessive force that that is just unacceptable. And one of the main things with the bubble that, you know, they had before, you know, a lot of the the discussion about if they wanted to, to resume the season. And, you know, we saw that all boiling up with that boycott, man. Um, and it was very surprising to me. Um, it ended up happening where you know, many games got can- canceled or post- postponed, I should say. Um, there were a lot of meetings, a lot of, you know, uh, just wondering if what they were doing in the NBA, the different uh, different methods uh, that they were using with, you know, just with the, the jersey names, the name on the back of the jerseys uh, of, of, of different slogans, um, you know, just... Uh, you know, all the different, uh, you know, the different things that they've been incorporating, wondering if it's really making an impact or if, you know, the bubble is actually distracting. And, uh, yeah, that boycott happened and it just snapped a lot of things back into perspective. So, you know, before you look at the games and everything like that, I definitely wanted to get your thoughts on that, brother. Yeah, well, it's, uh, as I always say, man, it's a crazy world that we live in, man. And having to live in it, man, um, uh, I could say, man, I never really experienced anything along those lines, man. And to, to be honest, I pray every day that I never have to experience that or any of my friends have to, you know, experience that kind of situation, like being pulled over by uh, by the cops. 
but when it comes to the boycott man like guys were like pretty fed up and they were saying the enough is enough they they had to pull the plug man they had to pull the plug to be honest it wasn't it wasn't planned because the but you know sometimes when you have a feeling that something must be done then you you have to stick with your gut and you just have to go with it so the bucks the bucks pretty much are up in arms like hey should we play should we not play because that that happened in their back uh, in their backyard so it was and when you say that you're, you're referring to uh J- the incident with jacob blake correct with jacob blake in wisconsin so yeah. uh it was george hill that brought up the idea to them and they were pretty much just going back and forth hey should we play should we not play and then they pretty much they just decided last minute hey we're not gonna play and uh pretty much at so i was following the story from the start because um, we've been working from home it gave me the advantage to you know be able to have the games on and you know able to work and listen to the games so th- the game was pretty much taking a while to start and um you see pretty follow woods and uh charm and uh on twitter and those guys were saying the bucks have not reported um to the court as yet because orlando magic were actually out uh, warming up so when I, I saw that news, I was like, yo, I need to pay close attention. So I literally had my phone next to me and was just getting every update pretty much by the second from um, from those two guys. So shout out to them uh, one time for keep, keeping us up, updated. So pretty much once the, the Bucks weren't coming out, I was like, I told myself, I was like, they're not going to play. They pretty much are going to boycott. And pretty much that's what happened. So I came, uh, I came and I told you guys exactly what was happening and... The information that I got was pretty much that the Bucks was going to forfeit a win, and pretty much Orlando was going to, you know, accept, pretty much get the win because the Bucks were actually up three-one in that series. So forfeiting the game, it would not really cost them anything. Uh, I should say it would not cost them that much. And so I was like, okay, I expect the the other two games to go as planned. But man, it just caused a total trickle down effect, man. Uh, Westbrook and uh, CP3, Chris Paul, they actually met and decided, okay, both teams, are right, we're not going to play. When I saw that happening, I was like, all right, it's up to the Lakers. Let me see what they're going to do. Because um, Litter was actually injured and out. So I was like, all right, let me see what we're going to do about it. Then pretty much Lakers uh, and um, Portland decided not to play. And so I was like, okay, wow. So I'm wondering now what exactly is going to happen um, with the team that which in second two games the first game I expected okay the Bucks forfeit so the Magic was going to get the win but with other two teams showing a united front the NBA had no choice basically to postpone the game and then you know once you basically postpone the game pretty much the game has to play at a later date so pretty much that going to happen and then pretty much they had a meeting um, the players and the I guess the league officials had a meeting uh, um, just explaining the, the, all the frustration and everything like that and uh, so pretty much th- during that time the Bucks actually had a productive meeting because they called the, the leaders and all the, uh, the attorney general and uh, I think the mayor as well in um, in Milwaukee to basically discuss um, you know the, their more should be done it should be launched an investigation and all those stuff like that so they, it's a good thing that they actually was productive with that the two hours and a half the two hour and a half uh, when the game was going to play they actually made calls to those people so it was actually productive and later on that night they actually had a meeting with, with the, all the, the teams within the bubble 
And then I, I know you saw that report where the Lakers and, Clip, and uh, Clippers are actually saying they're done for the season. They, they you know, it's they, they're not going to play or whatever it is. And you know, once LeBron says something, it basically it speaks volumes uh, around the league. So it was crazy. Those basically those say five six hours, man. It was pretty crazy. We're not we're not sure if the playoffs is going to continue because once you have the Lakers and the Clippers out, it's like you know, is it? You know, is, is it the championship? Is it worth it? Uh, you know, because that's two. Yeah. You know, two two of the favorite uh, teams out in the West. So, yeah. yeah, and that team meeting was very heated, man. So much came out of that meeting, man. Uh, I know LeBron James actually took some heat as well because I know uh, Stephen Aspen was reporting that uh, he came off as uh, kind of bullish because I know some some of the the, the teams and um, individuals had an issue with the Bucks, basically. Um, they didn't have an issue with them boycotting. Their issue was the other teams and, and everybody else should have been informed so they could have put up a united front from the jump as opposed mm-hmm. to the Bucks taking a stand on their own. But then you had uh, Jalen Brown from the Celtics saying uh, they pretty much did not owe anybody an apology. But I do get where the other players were coming from as opposed to be like, all right, let's put up that united front. And LeBron James' uh, issue was uh, not just... Let's not just boycott, but let's let's have a plan. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, it's you, like you protesting, and then what after the protest? You cannot just go and protest. You need to have an action plan after that as well. So the Lakers were like, were like, uh, well, LeBron was saying pretty much that they should have a plan, but it, it, you know, overnight the players, I know a couple of the players actually stayed up to late, two, three in the morning, just having different conversations around the bubble. And uh, you know they had some good conversations, and then they reached out to different folks for uh, for advice and, and help as well. So that was a really good thing. And then the next day, I guess you know you probably acted really on emotional head. So the next day, I know LeBron and, and uh, the Clippers guys said that you know they're going to continue, and they pretty much I guess had a meeting with the owners as well, basically decide on uh, on plans going forward. And because they're saying the owners should be doing more, so the the players did come through. They came with their plan. As LeBron was saying, they need to have a plan as always, and uh, pretty pretty much, pretty much uh, w- w- everything resumed once they had that meeting. So it's, it's good that everything got worked out. The guys boycott, sent a clear message, and then you have the owners uh, more involved going forward. Yeah, um, and you know, at the end of the day, with any type of uh, protest, with any actions. Definitely um, want to, you know, see where there's plans or to change some of the structural uh, obstacles that are already in place that, you know, causes, uh, you know, certain people to be disenfranchised, you know, minorities and everything like that in comparison to, you know, uh, to to other people, you know. But um, at the end of the day, still, even though I know plans are necessary and everything like that, they the action really did what it's supposed to do. You know, that, that boycott brought everybody back to thinking about, oh, hey, remember, yeah, we're watching ball, ball games and we, we all caught up in it. And it kind of became, to me, it kind of became normalized and routine, just seeing the, the names in the back of the jerseys and stuff. It wasn't as uh, big and everything like that as how it should have been. But like, just from me, just from my perspective and and uh, just with the boycott, that just kind of brought back the energy and brought back the, you know, the eyes to what it really was, what it should have been. So um, kudos to the guys for doing that, you know, for standing up, you know, um, using their platform, 
uh, in a powerful way, you know, and uh, we can all do our part. You know, we don't all have to do the same things, but we can all be a part of a whole in terms of trying to achieve, achieve, you know, betterment, betterment for, you know, for this generation and future generations to come, because it's definitely going to be a marathon and not a sprint, you know, but uh, the good thing about it is, yeah, go ahead. Right. So I was was about to say, I totally agree with you with everything that you said, man, everybody just needs to do their part and uh, need to just continue to fight. Yep. Most definitely, man. And uh, well, the good thing about it is, uh, you know, uh, the the games actually resumed, and uh, it was really great games, man. Um, the last that was our last game. We'll, we'll we'll talk about Lakers first, you know, because you know it's LA. For right. Life, so, you know? <laughs> right. Right. So I, so I get our right. So we could definitely touch that in the next segment, man. <laughs> I can't wait yeah, to talk definitely. about it. You already know. And we're back. My boy Nutty here, Vonnie here. And um, man, it's our favorite time of the year. It's the NBA playoffs. It's much later than usual, but it's here, man. <laughs> and uh, most of the first round uh, games, uh, matchups have been done. Uh, most of the first round games have been done. Uh, tonight was another uh, crazy night of games. But before we get into to tonight's game, uh, let's talk about uh, our Lakers, man. Um, funny enough, when we were recording, remember we had that technical difficulties and we, we lost that episode. Right. I was telling everybody not to panic, bro. Like, the late. first of all, <laughs> was like, yeah, tell me what you said. Tell me. I mean, no, 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 you, no, no. Before, before you continue, you need to tell us the line, man. You need to tell us your, 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 your line of this playoffs. Nah, people forget that we're a strong team. Is it that uh, one? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. People forgot that we're a strong team. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, but I, I was like, man. Before that series, my phone was blowing up. Well, in our group, you're hearing things. In in my, I got a next group with my guys back home here. Uh, you know, other things on, on Facebook, everything. Everybody tagging me. Like, okay, like if I'm ready for ready for Portland and you know this and that. And I'm like, yeah. Listen, the Lakers are playing scrap, scrappy. Uh, crappy, I should say, because they didn't have anything to play for. They was already in uh, the, the the first seed. They were way uh, above everybody else, so they weren't going to get uh, caught with these games. Um, they came off a four-month layoff, and, you know, they got LeBron and Anthony Davis, bro. <laughs> like, oh, man, I totally forgot. I totally man, forgot. Man, I was in panic mode. Man, I'm telling you, I know, I know. Blazers were playing basically the playoffs from since they came in here. They were really hot, and I really love to see how they played. You know, the thing, the ironic team, the thing about it is we all like Blazers, man. Right? Great. Yeah, we Great. all like them. We, yeah, we like McCollum. We like uh, Dane. And yeah, Melo is our boy. Yeah, so it was kind of messed up. I'm like, oh, man, it's messed up that we got a crush. But <laughs> it is what it is, man. But yeah, and the first game encouraged me, man. So what do you tell me? What do you think about the whole series? Tell me what you think about the last game and everything like that. Man, to be honest, man, I'm gonna start with the first game. I was total panic mode, man. I'll be honest, I was panicking because Portland came in red hot. 
they're pretty much just getting the business done on pretty much on e- pretty much every team they played. I mean, they lost a couple games. They lost a close one against the Clippers, but they were pretty much getting the job done, man. And Lillard was actually on another level, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was yeah. worried because the Lakers were not making shots. So I think I was more worried because the Lakers weren't doing what we supposed to do as opposed to the to the Blazers coming in hot. Because what, man, what, we pretty we couldn't make a, a open shot. That, that's true, man. My, my thing really that that I was um, looking at more is uh, the, the the rotation, how it's going to change. You know, with uh, Bradley not being there um, and Rondo being out. You know, and just integrating. You know, uh, those new guys. I was looking at that, and the way AD was playing up and down. I, I know that was something that you know we were concerned yeah. about. I know you were, yeah, concerned, we were concerned about concerned that. About that. Yeah, um, but man, uh, when it was time, I I did say flip the switch. I don't think I said it to you guys, but I did. I told Bashi and him that I was like, "Yo, uh, I told those guys, man, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna flip the flip the switch, man." You know, and they were like, "Oh, this and that and the other." The thing is, man, they're too big. We're too big of a team, and sure. uh, those guards, man, Lillard and and McCollum, they're they're crazy, man. They're they're ballers, but. It's hard, man. You just have to trap them, and uh, they 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 would get beat up by the bigs coming inside. You know, McGee and Howard, and even uh even True. AD. So I, I just knew that a team that's built like that, um, it's hard to beat us. And you know, we we're more talented, man. People people underestimate our team. Like we got, you know, my boy Kuz, young killer. You know, we got uh that Green. Green started to play better, especially in the last of the games, and he's a yeah, veteran. He that's been true, yeah. Howard, man, remember when I didn't want Howard on the team? <laughs> true, true, true. Howard, Howard, uh, been a been a decent yeah, piece, man. Yeah, even that last game, man, he played really good, and LeBron just turned it up, especially that last three games, man. Right, yes, but as I told you, man, it's it's the, the uh, just going back to that first game, man. It Lakers were just couldn't make any shots, man. The defense was there, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give yeah. kudos to Lakers since game one. The defense always been there, right? Mm-hmm. That first game we were actually controlling that game. Then all of a sudden we could not make a shot and we went cold. So that was that point actually had me panicking because I was like, okay, we are playing good defense, right? But Portland they don't play any defense. We cannot score on them. We were pretty much controlling that game. All of a sudden, Lillard and uh, CJ got hot. So I'm like, okay, every close game, we are going to give those guys a chance. And pretty much that's what we did first game. But second game, we pretty much came back out. We came back out strong. And uh, I could see, okay, the tone was set. Guys were pretty much focused again. But mind you, we were not making any shots, man. And that still had me worried. So game three, when we came out, we actually were hitting some shots. We actually blew them out that game. So I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. if Lakers play good defense every night, if guys are hitting shots, then pretty much that's what we could do night in, night out. Because once we play good defense, we're stopping the, the other team from scoring. If we make baskets, we get those guys pretty much have to rush their offense, pretty much panicking because they took a lot of threes and stuff like that in the third game. But uh, let me just get yeah. more in depth into uh, game four in terms of the numbers for you guys. So the, we actually won 131 uh, to 122. So pretty much, it was a cl- it was a close game. I'll I'll say that it should yeah. not. They battled. They, they, battled. They, they battled because they played with actually Lillard, who was actually done for the season. 
So he's actually back in uh, Portland. He left basically, I think, on Friday to basically get an MRI. So we're still waiting on word um, as a uh, to find out exactly what happened to his knee and uh, the timetable for his return. But those guys actually battled, man. I expected that game to be a blowout. I mean, I was pretty much. I mean, I was locked on from the jump, and you know, we were pretty much getting the job done. And all of a sudden, man, this guy, man, I think he's uh, number seven. Stay mellow. <laughs> that guy. Zero, was just he's making, double zero right now. Double he's zero, your, man. Oh, 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 number seven in game in, in game five, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah, a double zero, man. I have to go back to. He was look. He was looking like uh, Gilbert Arenas out there, man. Agent zero, man. Yeah. He was just pretty much just getting buckets, and he was getting buckets on his boy LeBron. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Melo, hey, you, you guys not just gonna hand us this game? But yeah, those guys battled, man. And pretty much, it was a really interesting game, man. So Lakers actually shot 54%. That was really good to see. Uh, Portland actually shot 47%. But that 54% by the Lakers, um, two games back, um, back to back, that was very uh, promising to see, man. I, I, I really enjoyed that. From three, we need to improve, but hitting 38% is not bad. So I'm going to take that free throws as well, man. We actually shot 80%. So we are yeah, 21 for 26. <laughs> That's much better. So those numbers, if we could hit those numbers, man, we will be fine. Especially that at 38%, 30 to 40% from three. Because next round, we pretty much, uh, Rockets are actually leading that series. I know we're going to get more into more depth into into the, the updates from different series from um, next uh, next segment. But uh, yeah, we need it to be hitting um, at least those percentage numbers, and especially on the free throw line, we need to be we need to be hitting those, man. Because the Rockets they're gonna go cons blazing, and their philosophy is like the more we take, they don't care about their percentage. They're pretty much just gonna jack up threes all game, and their philosophy is three is better than two. So we need to keep the the percentage at least pretty pretty tight. So, um, so you're disrespecting OKC, man. I don't, I don't hear you say anything about that. Man, man, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a get, I'm a get more into depth in, into that, man. There's this okay. guy, I, man. I, I, man, I, I just wanted to jump in there and ask that guy to stop shoot, man. That guy was actually moving like Kobe out there, man. You know, Kobe on a bad night, who actually going like one for ten, but Kobe is still gonna still be shooting. I mean, rest yeah. in peace, Kobe. That guy was yeah. actually looking like Kobe on a bad night, just missing shots, but still putting them up. I'm gonna get more into depth into that, man. That 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 pissed me off, man. I, I couldn't believe that coach actually. Man, I, let me just get back onto onto the Lakers, man. That trust me, man. That that pissed me <laughs> off. <laughs> so LeBron actually had a triple double that game, man. Uh, 36, 10, and 10. Pretty much had one steal, one block. Anthony Davis as well. Ooh, Anthony Davis actually had a monster game. a monster game. game. Yeah, monster man. game. 43 points, 9 boards, 4 assists, 1 steal. Surprisingly, no blocks that game. But yeah, shout out to AD. So pretty much KCP, man. Uh, KCP actually been... Uh, we actually been didn't balling. get to put out that... He been balling. We actually didn't get to put out that episode because I was ranting on KCP, man. I was... Oh, yeah, pissed. yeah. Yeah, really? I, I remember was, that. KCP had a stat line of 1.1 board, one assist, one steal <laughs> in 40 minutes. Tell me how do you accomplish that, man? That is how he was going. He was going to the strip. 
he was going to the strip club with all those singles. <laughs> man, Magic City, he tried to go pick up some wins for Lou Williams, man. Yeah. Oh, man. And then Danny Green actually had uh, five points, uh, two boards, three assists that game. Uh, let me see who else. Kuzma actually had eight points, three boards. Caruso had seven points, three boards. Howard actually had 11 points, six boards. Uh, Morris as well with five points, six boards. So I'm just looking at the, the box score, right? I mean, we did look at the game, but I just paying attention to the box score. So LeBron and AD had it going, right? So pretty much, they pretty much bring it every night. So all I'm saying is we don't need much from the rest of guys. If all If guys could just hit open shots, just contribute a little, then we will be fine. Because imagine we got 14 points from uh, KCP. Only 8 from Kuzma. We got 11 from Howard. So if Kuzma could be just, um, as you say, consistent come the next series, then we will be fine. Because other guys could just chip in 7 points here, 10 points there. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think we will be fine. So that's why I always make noise about hitting your open shots. Because you have LeBron James, you have Anthony Davis. They're going to bring it every night. So pretty much we need the rest of the guys to just step up and just make open shots because LeBron is going to give you the ball on the dime. Just make... yeah, yeah, they got to make their shots, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right, man. They got to make their shots. Um, you're right. Every night, you know, somebody can step up um, besides those two guys. But, you know, once those two guys step up, it's really hard for us to be beat, man. Um uh, and we have a great we have a great defense. Got to credit Frank Frank Vogel for that. You know he's always a good defensive coach. Um, but yeah, so winning that series that's our first series win since 2012. I can't believe it, man. Oh that my is goodness, crazy. man! Yeah, that's crazy, the last the, la- the last the last the last the last win since the year we went to Oklahoma yes. to Oklahoma and watched that yes. game. Yes, yes, he actually was there. Yes. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I was going to post about that. But that's crazy, yeah, man. I'm just, I'm just happy for uh, happy for that first series, man. You see, I'm, I'm not really, even really celebrating, man. I feel like the Lakers of old, man. It's like, it's expected. We're supposed to get that first series win, man. I'm just yeah. on to the next. <laughs> yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not celebrating at all. That was just a gonna... good thing to acknowledge. And we're, we're back we're back where we're supposed to be, man. Yeah, we're not, we're not handing out any cookies, man. Nah, no cookies. No cookies here. But, uh... We're gonna see. We're gonna either face the 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 Rockets or the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, so we're gonna talk about that coming up and the rest of the series, man. The playoffs are shaping up really good, man. So we'll talk about that when we get back. But yeah, time to one of our favorite sec- segments, sections around the league. I know you really love that. Um, and uh, this all around the league, playoff time is, is the best because now we can talk about the other series, talk about the other other great games that's going on. We saw a great one tonight as well. Um, but before before we go on to that one, let's talk about all the teams that has advanced so far. We had one game in the in the first round already. Uh, is it one game or two games? We had one. We had the Celtics and Raptors in the first round. Um, and well, I'll, I'll just tell you first of all, man, 
I just got to talk about this game right now. For I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna break for the call. Murray versus Mitchell, man. Oh my goodness! But that's the best thing that's going on in the playoffs. That's probably the best thing that's going on in sports right now. When you talk about performances, this these are these are are historic performances that we that we're witnessing right now, man. Just saw another fifty to forty plus game. Uh, you know, Murray hitting fifty points. Uh, bringing the series uh, three three, uh, game seven seven games. I did say that right. I called that yeah. one right. I did call, call seven games. One. I think it deserved it. And even before that, I always see those teams kind of like the same type of team. You know, Jazz and 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 uh, Nuggets kind of like I don't know. I just see them like the same type of team. And uh, they both have uh, two young guards, man. That's uh, that's taking over. That's gonna be the future. You know, especially when Harden and everybody else kind of. Uh, well, I mean, Harden is still there for a while, but you know when the, the you know the new generation of like the, these are they are poised to take over. Murray, man, he man, he's unconscious, man. Like when he misses, he's I'm surprised. Beast, like, man. Like, same same crazy, thing with man. him, man. He he's shocked when he misses. Yeah, man, his confidence is crazy. Um, seeing his uh, post game interview tonight was really inspiring. He was at a loss for words, you know, uh, just with all the heaviness that's going on in society right now and in Spain. Uh, for that and everything like that, you know, Mitchell was, was also uh, great as well. Um, tell me what you think about the performances. What do you think about the series so far, and who you think is going to win uh, the next game? Man, so pretty much, man, those guys are pretty, pretty exciting to watch, man. Shout out to them one time, man. Done that first game, man. Those guards been going back and forth, man. And tonight, Murray dropped a fifty piece, man. And then you, you look at Mitchell. He dropped 44. So pretty much those two guys pretty much put their teams on their back. And they pretty much, man, I'm not... Murray was tonight, man. I'm not giving up because every time the, the Jazz made a run, he pretty much, they came back down or Murray came back down and pretty much just hit them a dagger. So it's like, the Jazz is like, what do we do? So when I was watching that game, I was like, the Nuggets are going to take that win because no matter what they do, Murray had an answer. So yeah, I'm pretty much just just hyped to watch those guys, man. I'm I'm pretty excited what they're doing. Pretty happy what they're doing for the league, man. And I just can't wait for uh, Game Seven, man. And that should be the day after tomorrow. So uh, I'm pretty happy that should be uh, Tuesday. So mm-hmm. yeah, I can't wait. Who you got in that uh, Game Seven, man? Um, I think I'm, I'm <sighs> trying. To, I'm I'm leaning towards the Jazz because I'm like to to lose three straight. I'm like I don't see it happening and. and you know, based on the, the the percentage or the or NBA history, it very rare teams come back from three uh, one down. So I'm wondering if the Nuggets have enough for one last fight, or if the Jazz could pretty much just buckle down and get the job done and close it off. Well, my head is telling me Utah. All right, my head is telling me Utah. But I'm gonna go out and say that the Nuggets are going to win this and they're going to go to the next round. Especially so I, the fact that, yeah, remember last year they went they went right. to the second round last year, right? Right. Um, and they had that game seven against the Spurs. They won. I believe they're going to pull up, pull off the, the upset. Nobody thought they would come back down from 3-1. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna get it. But next week, you, you'll tell me whether you're right or not. So I got the jazz. I got the jazz. You got the Nuggets. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. We'll and see. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely see. 
Um, well, we see uh, the Bucks uh, had uh, Orlando gone fishing. The Magic's gone Whoa. fishing. We, we did. We did say that they packed their bags before the game. So we yeah, did. Yeah, they, they pretty much are. They pretty much stay home. So they, 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 yeah. they, 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 they have to do any traveling. Already I, I'd probably stay in the bubble. I mean, if I'm in Orlando already with all that <laughs> nice, yeah, it's the safest place on earth, man. I'd probably just nah, stay in the bubble. <laughs> the, the NBA is like, if you lose, you literally gotta, you gotta go. Fishing, go. Man. You gotta yeah. the next <laughs> day. You gotta be out, man. You gotta pack your stuff and, and be out. So I hope the Magic players pretty much pack before the game. So when they get back <laughs> to their room, they're pretty much just about a shower and just pretty much just leave. If I was a Magic it's player, I'd have probably time. done that. Yeah, I'd check straight out, man. And then we yeah, had the, right. uh, we had the Rockets actually blowing out Thunder, man. They yeah, they destroyed blew them. Blew them the hell out. Yeah, they destroyed and them. I just got one thing to talk about in that game, man. One Go ahead. thing to talk about. <laughs> I know you wanted to talk about did, did, you, did, you, did, you watch it, did you watch the game? Uh, I didn't watch everything. Man. <laughs> Let me give you this. Man, I can't even pronounce his name. I'm so pissed right now. I can't even pronounce his name, man. I don't want anybody <laughs> laughing at me, man. Uh, I think it's Dork. That's his last name, Dork. Yeah, so yeah. He, he, from he's Oklahoma. A, he's a, yeah. For Oklahoma, he, play, he plays a two-guard. I'm going to give you yeah. this number, man. 0 for 9 from three-point. <laughs> 0 for 9 from three-point range, man. 0 for 9 yeah. from downtown. <laughs> O for nine you keep from throwing them up, man. Oh for, for nine from Guelph Town. You know what I'm saying? Not even St. George. Oh for nine from Guelph Town, man. Tell me, man. You oh for you oh you oh for one, right? You keep shooting, right? You oh for two, you keep shooting, right? You oh for three, you keep shooting, right? You oh for. And he's five, not even an offensive player. And that's crazy. He's not. Yeah, he's not. He he's there for his defense. Actually, this is like a breakout series, like. For him, I think it probably went to his head, man. Chris Paul probably chewed him out after the game. <laughs> man, man, so it's like, it's like, let, let me get this straight, right? At which point do you tell yourself before somebody comes to tell you, man? At which point? It's like he, it's like he was playing for the Rockets, man. He had a man, green missed- light, like I swear, like he was like Jamal Murray or uh, Mitchell out there, man. <laughs> yeah, he was over he- nine. Imagine uh, Casey. Imagine KCP watch that game and KCP come to come uh, <laughs> come next series and actually did that, man. At which point nah. do you? At which point? My do boy you K. Pass my boy KCP ball? would have hit at least one. <laughs> at which point do you pass the ball, man? That's what I was trying to figure out, man. Because like, do we're doing the podcast? It gives me the chance to watch the game. I would say probably outside the box. I don't just look at mm-hmm. basketball games anymore to like just for entertainment because I know we have to break it down for for the people. So when I look at the games, I look at as you could say down to the substitution patterns, down to the defensive schemes, down to the offensive schemes. And what I was noticing in that game, and then you know the, with the help of the commentators as well, so that gives me you know actually listen to those guys even more. Uh, so it's like. The Rockets were pretty much just playing a percentage. I mean, and over the years, you always see that in a playoff game. And do they do that with with Robertson as well. If Robertson has a ball, they back off him, hoping he could shoot. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, put him in the dunker spot, but it's probably going to be hard because he plays a two-guard. So my thing is, if he gets the ball, dribble, 
pass it off, set a screen. Like, you run around and set screens, man. Not the center. You run around and set screens. You do not stand in the corner and wait for a shot because you cannot shoot. He he is... he Man, I'm so pissed off right right. I think he, you got to send an email to Billy Donovan. Man, I got to send an email, man. <laughs> he should be... You know who should have that mentality or that confidence that he has? Ben Simmons, right? He needs to be yeah. like Ben Simmons. <laughs> he needs to be like Ben Simmons. He needs to get the ball. When they back of him, he needs to dribble inside and then, pa- and then get some dribble penetration and then pass it off for the open guy. Be like Ben Simmons, man. If they back off of you, you're not going to shoot. We know Ben Simmons, because I always cuss Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, you need to shoot. You need to shoot. How could you play basketball and you cannot shoot? You're not even attempting a shot, right? But this guy, on the other hand, I'm like, no, do not take the shot, bro. Do not take the shot. He's but attempting he misses everything. This is one, he shoots. He misses two, he shoots. He misses three, he misses four, he misses five, he misses six, he misses seven. He misses nine. That's when he stops shoots, man. I can't, man. I, I can't, man. I, I'm... Man, I'm that so really upset you, man. bro. You want you want to know his you want to know his uh, percentage from three? Shoot yeah, let me hear. In that game, since he went zero for nine, uh, dot 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 or zero zero zero, man. Oh, man. Usually I don't use this stat, but as the show goes along, I probably get get you guys more into understanding what the plus minus is, man. You know what this guy plus minus was running? What what was it? <laughs> Negative twenty four. <laughs> he's putting a bad he's putting a bad spin on our boy's number <laughs> he, he uh, exactly man that's the first thing that came to mind but I didn't want to mention it man his plus minus oh, was negative 24 he was nah, that's... gonna be better on the bench as opposed to just playing man he, and he, he wasn't even should've... doing enough on the defensive end man, to, to you know exactly yeah. man you should have just gotten a compensate DMP, man Shit. Oh, they should just probably had JR on that team, man, because he would have kept shooting too. JR mentality, oh, like, man. I, I'll get one for sure. Sorry for oh, that, man. guys. I'm I was, I was really pissed off, man. Now nah, you that, need to get off your chest. That, that had me tight, man. That had me tight. I was saying, so, so, man. So, what do you think? So, next game, you think Rock is going to wrap it up or you think it's going to force it to seven? Man, well, if this guy keeps shooting, man, what do you expect? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's gonna man. take nine threes anymore. Man, he's not even gonna dribble and take a two pointer floater, man. He took nine threes, and it hurts me, man. Because I'm like, coach, are you gonna solve him? Are you gonna tell him not to take a three? Man, I, man, that was that was the worst. That was the worst of the playoffs I, I've seen so far, man. That, that pissed me off. I'm still tight about it, man. I'm still. Well, tight I about definitely it, man. think. <laughs> I definitely think Rock is gonna gonna wrap it up. Um, I don't think they're gonna give them a chance to, you know, bring them in a situation where they have a do or die game. And uh, you know, if Rockets win, that's gonna be the ultimate uh, the ultimate test of styles. You know, with their small ball, they're running on three points uh, with our big big team, one of the biggest teams, and one of the slower slower playing teams, and you know, uh, one of the teams that doesn't rely on the tree so much so it's going to be uh, a battle of the styles and uh, definitely something we're going to be looking to see and yeah. I'm not going to ask the prediction because I know we think they're going to win so what I want to ask you about the next team in LA you know um, eliminating the Mavs um, Luca uh, played a really 
uh, he really showed out for his first uh, playoff experience. Uh, you know, showing that he's yeah, he's 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 going on superstar status. Um, so the Clippers, man, they're on to the next round, and uh, they're gonna play the the winner of uh, of that Jazz and uh, Nuggets game seven. Uh, what do you think about uh, how the Clippers handled? What do you think about the team and coming in to you know this uh, as the playoffs continues to go? So pretty much the Clippers started off for the Lakers. Uh, I would say started off in terms of uh, you go as well. In terms for us, the Lakers, we go as far as how AD and uh, LeBron takes us. No guy cannot be off, right? So with the Clippers. Uh, I mean, they're they're a different they're a different beast. But so far, I'm talking about just a series, right? Kawhi Leonard pretty much brings it every night, but they always mm-hmm. struggle when Paul George struggles, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, game game three and four, he was pretty much struggling, man. He couldn't buy a bucket, man. I'm telling you, like he couldn't go down to Calico and and buy a bucket, man. It was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad. So with him pretty much uh, just, you know, regaining his focus because he was saying he had a hard time in the bubble. Honestly, surprised he came out, he came out and say that because if I'm a mm-hmm. player, I'm not going to say it. But LeBron, LeBron did say the same thing too. So I guess it's it's definitely understandable. Those guys are missing their families. So I, I know I know it's, it's, it's going to be tough on them, man. But I'm like, man, I'm missing my family too, man. And I get my ass to work every single day. And I, I you yeah. know, I, I, bring, I bring it, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you know how it is. So it's 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 a, it was expected, especially after uh, after Porzingis went down. I did expect the Clippers to you know get the job done. If he was healthy, then we might probably have been at, a, yeah. at game six at least because yeah. that game the Clippers uh, or Denver should have actually been up. They should have actually won that first game because you know as Paul George was struggling early, the Dallas Mavericks actually couldn't miss a shot. But once he was mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. down, and then Luca actually twisting his ankle, I expected uh, the Clippers, you know, to get the job, you know, to get the job done. But uh, I saw Morris actually got ejected that game, man. That's a second. Yeah, they, they were beating up. They were beating up Luca in that series, man. I, I'm gonna pay. A, I'll be. I'll be shocked if the. I want to see what the league does about that. I do expect a fine at least of 25k for Morris. Because what he did by uh, step, um, you know, stepping on the Lucas' feet, uh, or no, I should say, stepping behind Lucas' feet. To me, that was intentional. I'm not sure if you saw the video. I think honestly, yeah, I it was it. intentional. Especially that no way you're gonna walk straight up to somebody and then you, you do a little jump skip to you know stay a little bit in the air and then draw your feet onto him. So I do not respect Morris for that. I do not like dirty players, man. So I want to see what the league is going to do about that. And pretty much a similar incident happened with Dennis Schroeder and uh, and Tucker. So uh, uh, Schroeder actually, I know you saw that play as well. Pretty much, they always say he probably learned well from Chris Paul because you know they have, Chris Paul have a little reputation of being a you know being a dirty player. But Chris mm-hmm. Paul is a guy. Chris Paul is the type of player, man. He'll get it done by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. I do not really agree to that, but man, when you're as short as Chris Paul, man, you need any advantage that you get. So they do whatever that um, what it takes to uh, takes to win. So we'll we'll see if the league finds Morris for uh, for that uh, dirty play on LeBron. 
so uh, what else we have around the league, man? Oh, we have um. Well, you know, we mentioned Melo, man. He pretty much had a pretty, you know, good uh, good playoff run, or I should say, a good run yep. with the with the Portland when he came back. And uh, mm-hmm. there are reports that Melo plans to be back for next season. I think you he think, should. Uh, right, but I, I low key, I wanted him on the Lakers since he was out of the league. I spoke mm-hmm. up about him. I did mention it here on the podcast that I do want Melo with the Lakers. Uh, but he, his quote was, I think I found a home in Portland. So I probably do expect him to sign back in Portland, even for the Pets minimum. He already made his money. So I'm not sure if, sure if he's going to be, be at peace. Where I, But Portland are title contenders, so let's not downplay that. This year, they had a lot of, a lot of injuries. So they are going to contend next year for the title, man. To me, looking at the, there's no clear favorites at all in the NBA, man. If you have, if you just have a, two stars on the team and you have a good surrounding cast, you have a chance. You just need to look at the Raptors, uh, the season the Raptors had with Nick Nurse. So it all comes down to coaching. So we'll see if he resigns with 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 them or if, uh, LeBron will decide. Because I think he, he he could find a place for the Lakers, but he might have to come off the bench. So. We'll uh, we'll see what's going on with that. Yeah, he's and, definitely uh, gonna have a lot more uh, interest, you know, going forward. You and you, you spoke about uh, you spoke about uh, you know Raptors and seeing what's going on with them. Also, how about this first game? You know, uh, losing to the Celtics. Chatham uh, has been beasting as usual, man. He, he seems like he's outright the best player on Celtics right now. You know, got Kemba, right you got a great team. So yeah, what do you think about that? Uh, that that series you know well, the first game and how it's actually, gonna go I was actually excited for that series man uh, both teams are pretty much evenly matched in terms of I know the Raptors lost Kawhi but they're pretty much a good team man. and Nick Nurse actually won coach of the year so that should tell you the type of team that they have so today that game man was pretty it was pretty excited um, I, was, I was pretty excited about it but the game did not really live up to the hype for the most part because the Celtics actually came out with a better plan. And as pretty much it just came down to coaching. So pretty much what the Celtics were doing, the Raptors are pretty much a good fast break team. So they pretty much been getting uh, most of their points on the fast break or in transition, right? So what mm-hmm. the Celtics did, the Celtics pretty much made it their, uh, their duty to, to, to be good on defense as opposed to transition defense. So every time a shot goes up, if they if they uh, make it, then if whatever this, they make the shot or not, they always sprint back on defense and pretty much set up that wall. So when guys are coming mm-hmm. down, be like, hey, you pick up this guy or whatever it is, and that pretty much caused the the Raptors to pretty much struggle in the fourth quarter. So that first, uh, no, sorry, the first quarter. So that first quarter ended thirty nine to twenty three. So. Second quarter, they came. They made the adjustment. They came back out and uh, they actually played better. But pretty much the job was done in the first quarter, and that was just too much for them to, uh, you know, to come back. So I expect the Celtics to to continue that game plan. Uh, let's see what adjustment that the Raptors make because they have to be better in that half court set. Because as you can see, the Celtics are just pretty much just going to run sprint back down on defense, pretty much set up and you know basically stop those easy baskets well yeah uh, besides just you know the players and you know them going against each other uh one thing about that series which is going to be nice is seeing the battle of the coaches and seeing 
you know, their adjustments and seeing how they're going to be able to, you know, um, just adjust each each different game. You know, two, uh, two of the top coaches in the league right now, Nick, Nick Nurse to me is becoming, will have the reputation of being one of the best coaches in the league right now, winning coach of the year and, you know, just an incredible job he did losing a, a, a superstar player like Kawhi. So, yeah, that's going to definitely be good. Um, good seeing them. Um, and, uh, you know, the East is looking pretty good. Um, we're going to see uh, Jimmy B versus... Oh, yeah, yeah. Versus Dude, Jimmy freak. B, man. How could we forget mm-hmm. to mention that, man? We are just pretty... I was... I, was, pretty I, I didn't forget man. him I at forgot, all, man. I, I didn't pre- forget him. Man, I forgot Jimmy Buckets, man, because those guys pretty much wrapped it up early. Uh, mm-hmm. That series, I honestly expect that series to be. I'm pretty much excited for that series as well. My pick is the is Miami Heat. I like how those guys roll, man. I've been following them all season. Shout out to Jimmy Buckets one time, man. I respect that guy. Since, you know, fantasy days, man, he's pretty much a statue stuffer. So, mm-hmm. uh so I, I respect you know, I respect Jimmy and those guys, man. They pretty much just battling, man. They pretty much gave the Bucks the business during the season because they have the guys that can defend uh uh Giannis. Giannis, and yeah. That's so the matchup with Giannis and pretty much we'll see if he if he's gonna match up against Bam. If he if Bam could stay out of fall trouble, then they have a, a have a chance because I do expect the group to just keep you know, you have to be disciplined on him. So pretty much what they do, they pretty much pick up Giannis pretty much from a full court or and pretty much pretty much Bam has the, the, the length. If he gets beat, he could pretty much recover. Um, you know, to get a block or whatever it is. If he could stay out of fall trouble, then the Bam Heat have a chance. Because I do expect Butler to get it. And those guys, man, uh, I think of Duncan Robinson, man, that guy been pretty much automatic from three, man. That guy been, been lights out. And then you got Hero mm-hmm. and uh, Kendrick Nunn as well. He, he uh, just recently came back. So yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped for that series as well, man. I can't believe I almost forgot about that one, man. I'm pretty, I'm pretty hyped. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be a good series. I think it's going to be a long series. Um, game one, obviously, game one is always like a, a feel-out game. Um, and it's going to talk a lot about, you know, just how they, they match up. I think that's tomorrow, right? Uh, Monday, that's game one. Game one. Let's see when that game. I think that game is actually. On Tuesday. It should be. I think that game will be on. No, you're right. That game is actually tomorrow. So yep. tomorrow we actually have uh, Miami Heat versus the Bucks. So the Heat are actually well rested. Uh, so the mm-hmm. Bucks played on Saturday night. So you got Miami Heat versus the Bucks. That's uh, six thirty Eastern time, and then you have the Rockets versus Thunder at nine o'clock. So pretty much two hype, uh, two hype games, man. And, uh, and let me get you on record. Real, let me get you on record. You say you you take you you're taking Miami for the series. Yeah, I'm I'm going with, I'm going with Miami. Okay, okay. I mean, um, it's really tough. Um, Bucks, they 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 weren't the number one uh, seed in the in the league for uh, for no reason, um, but Miami does match up really great with them. But um, you know, a lot of these series and everything like that, it's kind of hard to to use those uh, past results because of the whole bubble and everything like that. Sure. We're, not, we're not sure how everything is gonna come through. But um, we do see that Bucks are in a stride already. We did see Miami have a they 
they swept the Pacers, even though all the games are pretty much uh, really close games. Um, I do believe that, you know, Bucks should win this series. They, 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 they don't have to, but they should if, they, if they're the team that, that we No, they have, they have are. to. They actually, they actually yeah. have pressure, man. Giannis is actually exactly. pressure to, to, get, to, get, uh, to get out of the second round, man. Because remember, exactly. MVP, they had best record. So yeah, you, you defensive can't player of again. the year. Yeah, defensive player of the year. Man, I'm pretty, mm-hmm. pretty pissed about that one. But yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll see what's going on, man. Oh, and I, I know we pretty much just talk about all basketball, man, because that's good. You know, we're in the heat of playoffs, but you know, we have a uh, we cover pretty much everything, man. So there's so much going on in the NFL. The NFL pretty much um, it is scheduled to pretty much start. So I think it's going to start uh, just in probably two or three weeks' time. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy for the NFL season. The English uh, Premier League pretty much we had that uh, pretty much about a start as well. So mm-hmm. the actually Arsenal actually bit Liverpool on penalties for the FA uh, Community Shield. So usually that's the first game that kicks off the Premier League season. So shout out to mm-hmm. As- um, Arsenal for actually winning the first trophy. And man, um, and uh, I'm not sure if you know, man, but I'm really deep into Formula One racing. I don't pretty I don't talk about it much. In the group you're, you're deep into guys, all like, sports, bro. Like, nah, I respect sports, you. <laughs> I respect you, bro. So I'm I'm deep into Formula One, man. Um, and I mean, I'm talking about like way back in the days with uh with Schumacher and those guys, man. But I actually lost like you know lost some interest, but I actually regained it, man, because of uh, Lewis Hamilton, man. And you know, yeah, you know, grenade, yeah. Grenadian roots. Yeah, I already know like greens, is, greens, yeah, greens, man. His uh, parents, uh, his grandparents, and uh, you know, his, his dad as well. So, uh, so it actually made me, you know, gave me that, uh, you know, more interest. So that's that's years ago when I got back into it, man. I don't really talk about it that much. I usually talk about it. Um, so I usually talk to Kenny about it. So shout out to Ken, um, Kenny as well. I haven't messaged him in a minute, but I need to message him to actually troll him because Hamilton actually won yesterday. He won the Belgian uh, Grand Prix. So shout out to him. So he actually shout, out, shout out yourself, man. Man, that's five wins for the season, man. This guy been so good, man. I think I need to like... Um, talk about him more cover um more about him because that guy man it's absolute like he's a living legend man and yeah not not much people are into formula one but just one guy from one sport man who is consistently good year in year out man he's pretty much like i'm talking about like a lebron james kobe bryant um of his sport uh even even He's approaching Michael Jordan's status where he could probably be the greatest driver of all time when it comes down to the number of wins. Uh, because man, it's just so hard to actually win a title, yeah. man. And 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 he's to win just all been these every ones. single week, man. If he's not first, he's always in that top three. I'm talking about man, like last year in the Canadian Grand Prix, man. He was actually his car was messed up. He was actually having like a bad race, man. The car was messed up and, and he actually got over the line man so even luck is on his side so shout out to Hamilton as well so he actually have uh, 157 points and the next closest driver is actually Max uh, Verstappen he's actually my second uh, favorite driver so yeah he has 110 oh shout out to Dane as well we haven't talked about racing in a minute because uh, Dane's favorite uh, uh, racer uh, his name is uh, Ro- um, actually Ross Rosenberg 
I forgot his name. Um, but yeah, he's actually Dana. So I always troll Dana and call him Rossi. Because he and uh, Hamilton was actually <laughs> he and Hamilton was actually uh teammates, but they they were pretty much they were both young guys, right? And uh, you know, so how racing is set up, you have a uh, two two racers per team, right? So they ra- but they race individually for points, right? And then the two drivers as well, how much points they, they accumulate goes towards the team championship, right? So you have two young guys who are hotheads on the same team. They're always going to be fighting back and forth. So even in the media, man, you always they always taking shots at each other. Or sometimes one week, Hamilton's car is good. Uh, Rossi's car is not good. So you always had that uh, back and forth. But uh, Rossi actually retired after, um, after winning one title. But Hamilton, you, you clearly see, is a better driver because he's, he's been doing it year in, year out. So... Um, Shout out to him, man. Um, so I'm going to keep you guys yeah, updated in the Formula One, man. And anybody out there who's uh, into Formula One, let me know because I'm I'm definitely deep into it, man. Definitely, man. Anybody on uh, anything that you want us to touch, um, we definitely touch it, especially in this, you know, last segment. We always like to kind of just give an expanded vibes of what we always kind of, you know, look at. And, uh, you know, we're all, we're all very complex individuals, you know, so... You know, we, we we definitely like to uh, like to feed everything that we're interested in, man. Um, but yeah, man, um, just great to have sports. You know, great to have basketball. You know, there. You know, um, whether it's uh, something that you know we look for entertainment, but it's still something that uh, there's a lot of big things that could happen to it. With it, you know, this is a league that I believe sets the examples for other leagues. You know, just with even just coming back and talking about a boycott and then, you know, the WNBA uh, followed, you know, uh, different sports, you know, there's different things that different sports, you know, baseball teams uh, didn't play, you know. So it's great, man, uh, to be involved in, in a league like that, speaking about a league like that and, you know, a sport like that, man. And uh, we just definitely love to... Um, so definitely great, man. To always, I always, I'm a happy man. Always to talk, talk ball with you, man. Another, hey, another night already, talking some good ball. Hey, you already know, man. I'm pretty much excited for the week, man. So you pretty much have me hype. Even though back to work tomorrow, man. It's I'm, I'm just gonna be hyped because games start at six thirty. So I'm hoping for a smooth day so I can catch some games in the night and just, uh, just relax, man. Most definitely, man. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to all the listeners. We appreciate everything like that. We appreciate all the encouraging words. And, you know, uh, we're just going to keep pushing. And, uh, man, you just have a great week coming up. Uh, I got a big week coming up as well, too. So uh, we're definitely going to look at those games. You're going to handle up everything. And uh, we're going to go from there, man. Hey, most definitely, man. Uh, as you always say, man, just keep making those moves, man. And as always, uh, thanks to all the all the frontline workers, man, all the nurses, doctors. You know, just uh, just keep you guys heads up, keep washing your hands, keep wearing your mask, and uh, we'll just keep getting through this, man. You already know, man. So this is uh, my boy Nutty, my brother, and this is Ronnie here with another episode of Lake Pod. We're signing off. Bang bang, bang bang.